Welcome to season two of the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, the official podcast of the Breakaway Roping Journal. This season, we're bringing you all the interviews you love with the top ropers in the game, news about what's happening in the industry, training tips, and so much more. Plus, we're expanding to bring you news from other events that you love, like goat tying and tie down roping. I'm your host, Casey Allen. Let's jump in. I hope you guys are ready because we are dropping a series of pre-NFBR interviews from some pretty legendary folks over the next few days. If you're listening at the time of release, it is very, very early on Monday morning, and I am already en route to Las Vegas for the NFBR. We're going to touch down, hit the ground running. Part of our team is already in Las Vegas, but I'm going to hit you guys rapid fire with three interviews over the next two days. The first one is going to be with the voice, one of the voices of the NFBR, Anthony Lucia. Now, Lucia has been nominated for announcer of the year in the PRCA. And something you may not know about Anthony Lucia is that he is actually quite the handy roper himself. I've seen him crack out at rodeos before. He roped with Speed Williams at Salt Lake City last year when it was a WCRA. Rodeo is in his blood. He grew up working alongside his father, Tommy Lucia. Tommy was a three-time PRCA Specialty Act of the Year. He is in the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. He was inducted in 2019 and one of the biggest names in rodeo entertainment. Anthony Lucia followed closely in his footsteps and then took it and ran with that legacy. He was on America's Got Talent before. You may have heard him announcing one of your favorite pro rodeos. You might have heard him during a broadcast of a WCRA or PBR or PRCA event. He hosts shows during the NFR Wait till you hear his insane schedule that is going to be playing out as you guys are listening to this interview this week. Um, This is one of my favorite interviews I have done all year. I always love when I get a chance to call Anthony Lucia. I talked to him over on the short score one time on the Team Roping Journals podcast. And something that we share is that we are both true blue fans of the sport. Um, he gets as excited about the contestants and the production and the show and the feels and the opening ceremonies and everything as I do. So I always have a great time talking to him. He's going to give you guys some great tips on staying healthy if you're headed to Las Vegas. And I think you guys are going to love it. Now, you are going to get tired of hearing me talk over the next few days. So I'm going to cut right to the chase. We're going to jump into this interview and then I'm going to tell you more about our wonderful sponsor, Fastback Ropes, at the commercial break. Without further ado, Here's Anthony Lucia. Hello, Miss Allen. What you doing? Oh, not too much. You? Oh, you know, just got my hair did, hanging out in the back of my mom's hair salon, calling you. Nice, <laughs> nice. It's all the multitasking, you know how it goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to? Is it still an okay time for you? Yeah, this okay. is a great time. Um, I uh, I've been up to just preparing for all of the shenaniganry of the NFR. <laughs> okay. So ensue. what does the shenaniganry pre shenanigans look like for you? Like what's your schedule like leading up to NFR? So I get there Sunday. I have meetings that start Monday morning with rodeo committees. And then we've got the NFR breakaway luncheon at 11. And then we're going to have a rehearsal after that for the breakaway at one. And then more meetings with committees and different things that I'm doing Monday evening or afternoon while also somewhere in there fitting in, going to the convention center and making sure the stage and everything is all good 
over there. Uh, and then Tuesday morning, I start PRCA stuff at the convention. Um, I'm going to be meet or moderating a panel on rodeo production for rodeos and the cowboy channel to be able to work together better and put better products out. And then, uh, let's see, then that's 8.30 to 10. And then we'll have a, then I'll have a couple hours to finish up any last minute preparation for the breakaway, which I'm pretty, feel pretty confident that if they said I had to do it in the next 27 minutes, I could do it. But, <laughs> uh, and then we'll do the meetings pre breakaway and then breakaway two to four on Tuesday. And then Tuesday night at five, I'll be hosting the golden carpet with Garrett Yergin at the South Point pre back number ceremony. <laughs> and then Wednesday, and then I'll go to like some rodeo committee gatherings Tuesday night. Then Wednesday morning, I have a meeting at 10. And then some time in there, I have to go back to the convention center and meet with the security team there to make sure that all of my guests can get where they need to get without any issue. And then we have another day of prayer and I'll have about an hour and a half off after that to get ready for the awards banquet, which I'm nominated top five announcer of the year. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, Do the awards banquet and then host the cinch indoor sea and rodeo party in the showroom immediately following that. And then Thursday morning, start with live with Lucia and then some odds and ends. And then I'll be at the NFR every night doing NFR insider stuff at the Thomas Mac. And I'll also be filming the pivot bio pivotal moments of the round, as well as the resist all rewinds each night. And then on Friday and Saturday, I'll do my show. And then I'll announce the BFO world championships. And then on Sunday, I'll do my show and then go to the gold circle of champions and host that. And then Monday, do my show, and then NFR stuff. Tuesday, do my show, and then host the Resist All Rookie of the Year Banquet, and NFR stuff, and then rinse and repeat all of that at the BFO World Championships. Oh, and the both Fridays, I do the hooey parties as well at the Brooklyn Bowl. Okay, so, I mean, do you use a paper planner? Is this in your brain? Like, how are you balancing all these different things? Because I know for us, the schedules are dizzying. And you have like four more layers on top of it. Plus you have to look nice. (laughs) We don't. Yeah. I always keep a couple extra changes of clothes in my, in my SUV and extra jackets and suit coats. And I always keep an extra cowboy hat in it. So I I need to make a wardrobe change. I can. (laughs) And then, uh, but yeah, I have it on paper and then I also have it on my phone. And I also like to, like I say, I've had to say it a lot just because people ask like, what all are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so that helps a lot just by repeating it and getting it into your brain. So where is your, is South, is South Point your home base there? Uh, I'll be there from Sunday to Wednesday. Okay. The first, like this coming Sunday to Wednesday, and then I'll move to the Westgate. And then I'll also be at Resorts World too, because I have a room there as well. And oh, so yes. if we, yeah, we'll be bouncing around at times with a go bag if needed with different events. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to ask this too, because again, being a media person, we have our tricks, but how are you fitting sleep in? How are you taking care of yourself and how are you taking care of your voice? So well, sleep, thankfully the NFR 
is an hour earlier. So that's Mm -hmm. actually easier, far easier than it used to be. Because even though it's just an hour, it feels like you have so much more time of the day um, once the rodeo is over. And because in like once I film my stuff after the rodeo, that we're generally done 30 minutes after the rodeo is over. So like after the rodeo is kind of my go get a bite to eat, chill out time and get ready for the next day. And then taking care of myself. I mean, obviously, like the last two months, I've this sounds really weird, but I've been training a lot. Um just physically training and getting your body where you don't fatigue easy basically. And so that you can, and then like, I've also, my, my coach Doug champion has been helping me a lot where, okay. He's champion fitness, right? Yep. 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 He's been helping me a ton with basically feeding yourself the right kinds of food so that you can eat less and feel good. Mm-hmm. And cause like, I don't know if you're any, if you're anything like me, if I eat anything more than what I'm really need, I feel like, well, it's nap time. Like I'm weird like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to keep and your energy level too. Yeah, especially exactly. And because I have to be on quote unquote all day, basically like I can't, I can't ever be like, Oh, I'm going through a lull. And so like, that's, that's really what I've been doing since October. So for the last two months, um, and then like fasting and just doing some weird, not weird stuff, but just stuff to help your brain, your brain and your body where it's all working at a high level. And it's kind of open my eyes. Like I've worked out the last two years. Like I've always kind of worked out, mm-hmm. but I have a tendency to get lazy in the summer, like bad lazy in the summer. Cause I'm tired. And you're and traveling and, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I make excuses easily like, oh, yeah. well, I just flew in and, you know, let's eat a, let's pig out and, you know, not get up early in the morning and work out. And anyways, Doug has like opened my eyes the last two months, really two months. And he's been trying to like break through to me with like, dude, I can make you where you're a machine, like you're unstoppable. And but the last two months, it's like really made sense to me. And so that's kind of what I've been doing to prepare. And then I've been trying to stay up pretty late at home just to kind of get where I don't, where I'm still like, I'll work out like it like seven or eight and just kick my, my butt so that around six o'clock I'm, I have that energy, just training your body to, and your mind to react and to be able to come alive at all times of the day so that you, I don't ever get slow. That's so fascinating to me because, you know, people think about what the athletes do, but there's this whole other side of it with not just the brands that are out there, the media folks, the production people like there's this whole other side to the Vegas experience. Yeah, I mean, and and I'm like, I'm not in no way. I mean, like Leighton Barry sent me this workout the other day (laughs) and I go, you did what? Like it's like they're on a whole entirely different level. But with all the years that I've been out there. I've, I've the last two or three years, I've really started to learn that if I want to be good, cause I mean, like, I guess I just got tired of being okay on some days and really good on other days where I want to be at my very best every single day and every single show. And every time I turn on a microphone where I'm firing and, and like the preparation that I put in the lab has been like, it's, it's awesome. Like, I love it. It's what I, it's what I truly enjoy. So it's, it doesn't ever feel like work, but like writing my shows, scheduling my shows, 
writing the timelines and that's just for my show and then like all the writing of the scripts for the resist all rookie of the year banquet and just everything and gathering video and graphics and getting stuff made it, it's all it's been a blast but i've just learned to if you want to perform at a high level doing anything i think you have to at least in my opinion there's guys that can party all night and wake up and be awesome. I'm not that guy. I envy those people because I am not that I'm worthless. If, <laughs> if I do yeah, that. Same, same, same. And, and like the couple nights, like at the hooey parties, like I'll have a couple drinks, but I don't ever get stay out late because it just, it, it takes me, especially now that I'm getting older, <laughs> it takes me, I used to could, I used to could be that guy where I would go out and have fun and till three or four in the morning and sleep for a few hours and then go bangerang. But not no more. And I also have higher expectations of myself. That's what I was going to say. You probably hold yourself to such a higher standard because you're always improving. You're always grinding. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't ever want to just be like, man, same, same crap the last 10 years. Like I, I just don't want to do that. Like, I'm, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. Well, and then that. lots of vitamins and elderberry and emergency and, you know, do you have just, the, like the old people's like pill, containers and stuff because that's what i have to put all my little supplements in (laughs) no i just i i i don't we like we like we drink spark around our house and i've really got to where i really like celsius Mm -hmm. and that spark has got so many like we don't sell it or nothing we'll buy it but it's got a lot of good vitamins and stuff in it and also gives you a kick in the butt if you need it yeah and that's and this is not an ad, but I'm a I'm a core vibe uh, that energy okay. stuff. That's my yep. that's my drug of choice. <laughs> yep, I've had that. I've had that a couple times. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, anyway, we've I- gone off on a tangent, which I love. Um, but this is your second year for the Breakaway Finals, correct? Yes, I did it in 2021. Okay, so talk to me about that experience and what it was like in 2021 at the Breakaway Finals. We'll start there. So 2021 was the first year that it was in Vegas mm-hmm. and uh, they, it was at the Orleans arena and the Orleans did a great job. And Chris Woodruff, they opened up the, they basically showed, uh, it was pretty cool because they, sh- they were able to show in Las Vegas that, Hey, we can get some people and we can put on a great show. And these, the girls can be timely getting into the box and, and make it run it off as a production, which was, you know, the, the, rumor mill or not even the rumor mill but kind of the word on the street is oh it's it'll take too long and blah 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 blah. well the girls stepped up and kicked butt and it was an incredible show and there was no there was no cracking under the pressure like every single girl that that qualified that year stepped up in a giant way and freaking kicked tail and the rounds Mm -hmm. were tight and exciting and the pace of the show they had a great shoot boss john guatney um, kept everything running off smooth and, um, Jordan Joe did a great job interviewing. And, mm-hmm. and so it was, it's just fun to be up anytime you can be a part of crowning a world champion mm-hmm. is for me, it's like, it, it, it's so humbling because you look at these people who have sacrificed and poured into their, their specialty for an entire year, hundreds of thousands of miles, God knows how much money how much, how many tears, the ups and the downs of the rodeo world, and to see them get to compete, even if they don't win the world title, there's only going to be one world champion, but to watch them compete and the, the look of victory or the agony defeat, it is, 
as a fan, like I'm a fan to the core of, of our industry. And so like, it's so special to get to be a part of that and tell those stories and tell the, the nuances of the ups and the downs of what they've been through that year and the horse changes or the, you know, Kelsey Domer won like $18,000 in the last or like in the first two weeks of September, which put her back where she needed to be. Brady Good won $38,000 in the last two weeks of the season to catapult herself into the top 15. Like those kinds of stories and the Jackie Crawford's coming off of a giant WPRA finals of winning at three gold buckles to her name and now has a chance to be a 24 time world champion. And like, God, I could go on and on because it's just exciting and to see and to see it firsthand and be a part of of telling that story to the general public and to the other fans. I'm not just pandering and I'm not just saying this like it's literally a dream. Hey, I felt like such a baby last year in 2022 just being down because it's such a different experience than the NFR, right? Like you're so much more like intimate and you get to see the girls. And like I was tearing up during the opening ceremonies, like like they're here. This is awesome for breakaway ropers, especially. Yes, yes, absolutely. Today's episode is brought to you by Fastback Ropes. Fastback Ropes offers two options for breakaway ropers. One of them is for calf ropers as well, and that is the Fastback Edge. The Edge is a four-strand calf rope made of texturized poly. It's a tough and durable rope that is made to stand up in all conditions and outlast the competition. Some of its claims to fame are that it stays true no matter what weather conditions you're in. It has very little stretch, and it's a very low-maintenance rope. This is a great one for beginners. It's very easy to take care of, very durable, and it's just a very smooth and quick rope. Now, for breakaway ropers, especially those that prefer a core in their rope, the Pink Athena Rope is a phenomenal breakaway rope. It's a four-strand rope with a purple-dyed polycore. The polycore provides an enhanced tip weight and durability. It's a tough and durable rope made to stand up in all conditions and has a very snappy finish in close. Both of those ropes are available in an extra soft and soft lay. For more information, head to www.fastbackropes.com. Again, that's www.fastbackropes.com. And be sure to follow them on social media and thank them for supporting Breakaway Ropers. Okay, back to today's episode. And something too, like that I wanted to touch on that I think is so unique from a, a rodeo standpoint about the NFBR specifically is having five rounds each day. You watch those girls on a roller coaster. Uh-huh. Well, and Trevor Brazil has always said, because uh, I've asked him, like, how did you do a steer tripping, tie down and team roping? And like, if you did good in one or did bad in one, how did you, how did you maintain your level of consistency for all those years? And he said, short memory. And that comes to fruition at the highest level at when you're running five rounds and you have the opportunity to, if you catch, if you, whether you just went one six you're still in the average or whatever it is like having a short memory is key. And to be able to, the mental fortitude that those ladies have to have, whether you miss three in a row, you still got two more chances to win another 10,000. I mean, like it's, it's incredible. And to watch them and be able to 
Like I admire that about them because I, <laughs> I don't know if I could mentally do that where if you, you know, run through the barrier and, and miss one and then you got to shake it off because in literally 13 minutes, you're going to be running another one. Mm-hmm. Or even like Ricky, Ricky Engesser, now Ricky Fanning. I mean, one of the days last year, she changed horses partway through the day, just completely yeah. swapped her. It's like jackpotting and rodeo collide in one place. Yeah. Well, and I, like I've talked to a lot of the girls to see, you know, what horse Haley, <laughs> Haley Williams. I said, what horse are you riding? And she said, red light, Hummer, blazer, QB. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just funny. You know, you've got the, you know, the Aaron Johnsons or the Joey Williams and they've got their, or like Shelby with Anna. And, you know, you've got these girls that have the one horse, but there's, I mean, you're, fe- you're feeling it out literally as you're competing for a world title. Like what horse is going to work best in, th- in this setup? And I think that's what a testament to the horses like Chico and, and Anna because they're good everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Where those girls have so much confidence in them where we can kick butt no matter what and no matter where. I love that. Especially like in the barrel racing, there's so many switch ups and it's, it's so cool oh, yeah. to me that, I mean, the breakaway at such a high level now that you almost have to have two horses, but like you said, there's some horses that are just baby. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe you're on a, um, yeah. Yeah. what about Haley Williams? I know you've, you've been tight with that family. You have a connection to that family. So talk about, I mean, I know I got a little soft spot for Haley. <laughs> I do. I've, I've known both her and Gabe since they were a little bitty and, uh, st- speed has always been just a, a constant good dude in my life. And Jen's this has been the same for the last 15 out of crap. I might've known them for almost 20 years now. Yeah. Haley. Yeah, I am. I am. That's a that's an inanimate fact. In fact, I think all of us are. But either way, <laughs> um, but Haley, it's been so fun to watch her progression because when I was team roping a lot and I started to heal in the tens and the elevens, she was just dominating the number eleven roping's heading. I mean, she's incredibly talented with a rope, and now to see her focus on the breakaway and her just doing amazing and then the battle between her and Shelby and she's just a kid like it, mm-hmm. it my goodness and that's what so many it's so easy for us to forget and, and I'll go into all into other events as well at the national finals but it, there's so many high level competitors who are true superstars who are literally children yeah like, like Shad Mayfield be, everybody thinks he's older he's 23 <laughs> what when I I'm not even going to tell you what I was doing when I was 23 years old. I wasn't doing anything, literally nothing. And, and it's so neat. And that's where, you know, and, and also Haley and knowing what it's like to have a somewhat rodeo famous father, let alone the greatest of all time team roping header um, in the, that's ever been, there is an, a, an added pressure to that. And I always try when I announce her, I try to avoid the, she's the daughter of speed Williams because she has this year, especially has easily created a legend of, of her, all of her own. Mm-hmm. And the days of who's this Hallie Williams. Well, for one, it's Haley Williams for <laughs> anybody listening. Um, it's spelt different, but it's Haley. Um, but the days of people just saying Haley Williams, the daughter of speed Williams, eight time world champion and pro rodeo hall of famer. Those are over in my opinion. If you want to make mention to help tell her story, that's cool. But what she's accomplished and how she battled last year, got her tail kicked and, you know, didn't didn't have a, a storybook year. And then for her to 
work as hard as she has, battle through injuries, battle through horse stuff, and to do what she's done now, coming in number two in the world, just, you know, uh, not very far, I mean, about 18,000 out of first place. I mean, and, and the average is going to pay a lot. The rounds are going to pay 5,000. So she can easily, not easily, she's going to have to work hard and rope good. But, you know, it's just neat to see because she is literally, she's a youngster. And it's pretty dang incredible to have watched her grow up. And, and uh, I mean, she's got an awesome coach and her dad, but she's also, she's done it. And her dad can only do so much where she's the one that's got a back in the box, score good, ride hard and rope. And, and she's done it. And I'm so glad you brought that up about the world championship also, because that's something we've really wanted to stress to the fans is it's not locked up. I mean, Haley's got tough company there at the top, but we all know what Martha Angeloni and with Sarah, you know, what those girls can do when they get on a hot streak. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be fun out there. Yes. It's going to be an incredible competition. Um, the, with what should be setting the regular season earnings record, with 164,000 is just incredible because Martha last year with winning the world won 130,000. Mm-hmm. That was after her year. And so it it's, my goodness, it's so, this is going to be a, last year, every, everybody, they were trying to win as much money as they could. And obviously Taylor Bunsell kicked tail and she won close to 30,000 or something like that. But with this year, I mean, it's anybody's ball game, really. I mean, mm-hmm. not in, you know what I mean? There's, but the anything can happen out there. there. Absolutely. Oh, my word. And, and I mean, and like one of the notes that I made was um, this is the second time that Shelby's came in number one. Shelby came in number one in 2021 and Sawyer Gilbert freaking brought the cheese and and won the world. And so it's one of those things where it's like it's anybody's ballgame. And the average is going to pay 13000 to first. going to pay eight monies. Second's going to pay 11000 Each round is going to pay a little over 5000 so lots of money. I mean, it's a quarter of a million dollar payout. Um, and, and that you never know what can happen. And I've watched breakaway roping all year long. And when I think it's going to go the way that I, I think it's going to go, it doesn't. So there's one thing I've learned being an announcer. You never know with rodeo. That's, that's again, why I love rodeo so much because the variables and the people that can be better than them and withstand them are going to be the champions. Heck yeah. Um, what else do you think people need to know about the breakaway finals? I mean, we've been, you know, making sure people know about tickets coming out to the South point. I mean, cause it is such an experience in there and the fans make that rodeo so much fun. Yes. And the, this is the biggest thing for breakaway. If people have a hope that one day the breakaway will be inside the Thomas and Mac. And if people want that, then mm-hmm. those same people need to buy a ticket, come into Vegas a day early literally and you can go to the back number ceremony there's going to be an autograph session with the breakaway girls there's shopping that's taking place at the at the south point there's tons of good stuff and you can come in early and actually get to experience and witness these girls but more than that support them because everybody knows the more noise the more energy why is the thomas and max such a special place because you got sixteen thousand people screaming their heads off for every event that raises the level of competition and yeah, they can perform in slacks, but this is a world championship event and I would love nothing more than to pack that sucker and show the whole world that 
that breakaway that not only is it the fastest growing sport in rodeo when it comes to membership, but also is one of the most exciting events to watch in rodeo. I love that. Um, well, we're pumped to have you on the mic this year. I'm like, I love even the little rodeos back East. You have always brought such an energy um, to anywhere you're at. It can be a field in the middle of Maryland. Uh, so I can't wait to see what, what happens when they put you in the South point. Yeah, it's going to be fun and, and get to do it with Will Rasmussen, who's been a, a longtime hero and friend for many, many years since I was a young man and has always just been just a gem of the just a gem of an individual. Like he just a, he's a treasure and and to get to do it with him and our styles are very different and it's going to be a lot of fun because you're going to get two different points of view, two different personalities and two different approaches of how we set up moments and the competition and with Jill Franzen on the music, I mean, it's going to be a really good show. And that's at the end of the day, my heart. Yes. I want the competition to be great. And I want everybody to do good, but at the end of the day, it's going to be an incredible show and it's going to be two hours of, of entertainment and watching the best breakaway ropers in the world compete for loads of money on a world championship stage for big time dollars. And, that's going to be something that nobody needs to miss. Well, it might be a bad pun, but that was a mic drop for me. So. <laughs> okay. Don't um. drop the mic. <laughs> the mics are expensive. No, mic is still on the stand. We're, we're good. But okay. well, thank you so much for letting me, you know, take up a little bit of your time this close to the finals. Um, we will be at that autograph signing after the first performance. Um, we're going to have four girls covering that event. Our whole team's going to be there. Uh, awesome. So we're, we're pumped. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I know Jackie Crawford's doing some special giveaways and stuff with Smarty. And and it's just like the whole experience. And then like getting to see those, I don't know, it's just special. Like, right, this is only the 2021-22, that's the fourth year mm-hmm. that Pro Rodeo is crowned a world champion. And it's like we're literally witnessing history mm-hmm. every time. And it's like, I don't know, it's just cool. That's all. It's just to see rodeo's growth and the ladies of rodeo and the WPRA in, in their 75th year now, you know, a lot giving the opportunity for these girls to rope in Las Vegas on a big stage for big time money. And again, for that world championship. And then the girl will also be recognized in the gold buckle ceremony in the 10th round of the, at the Thomas and Mac. It's so neat. So neat. I love that. Yeah, it's these are these are the years like they're going to be talking about in 20 and 30 years yeah. that when this got rolling, I always think that's so cool to be a part of. It is. It's like what we witnessed with Stetson ride and, and, and what we're winning, what we witnessed with Casey field and what we witnessed with Trevor Brazil. It's like in 30 years. And now what we're seeing with Jackie Crawford and, and Martha Angeloni and Shelby Bosley and all of the girls, these are the legends. These are the foundation that, are literally writing history as we know it. Well, heck yeah. Well, I will, I will let you go. Thank you again for, for coming on the breakdown today. You bet Casey. Have a good day. Everybody. I hope you enjoyed this interview and now you see why I dropped this one first in our rapid fire series, because you need to come hang out with us. If you're in Las Vegas or you're in the area, come on over a day or two early, come see the breakaway ropers, have a little bit of fun. We'll be at the autograph signing, meet our team, meet the girls and just love on these breakaway ropers and support them and let them know that you are so pumped to see who ends up to be the world champion. 
All right. You guys are about to hear from me in just a few hours with the next guest in our all-star lineup, the one and only Larry D. Guy. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Fastback Ropes. Make sure to check out fastbackropes.com for more information on the Edge and the Athena. And I mean, if you cross over into Team Roping Land, go ahead and check out their Team Ropes as well. They make a great product all around. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs> 